Welcome to Underground at the Showcase, the official podcast of the Underground Music Showcase and a production of Youth on Record. I'm associate producer Xavier Goche. In this episode, my co-host Emerson Olson and I interview Lobo Lara based out of Boise, Idaho. Lobo Lara is a cumbia duo featuring Lobo Lara and Chili Willie. After success with the songs Paletas, Aguas Frescas, and Chamoy, Lobo recruited the collaboration of Chili Willie for new music. Their newest album, Hijo de la Cumbia, was inspired by Musica Sonidera, and extraterrestrial life. Through the use of various instruments, the duo were able to capture a sound described as cumbia pesada or electro cumbia. They've played across the Northwestern region and have acquired a large following in their hometown Boise. Before we get into the interview, please like, follow, and subscribe wherever you listen. Now, here's Lobo Lara's song, Guayaba. Esto sí es
Hi, welcome to Underground at the Showcase, the official podcast of the Underground Music Showcase, and a production of Youth on Record. I'm Emerson Olson. And I'm Xavier Goche. So, we hear that you're from Boise, Idaho. How is the music scene there? Boise, Idaho, it's diverse. There's, uh, even though it's a small city, there's a lot of music. There's a lot of genres, actually. Yeah, it's pretty sick. There's a ton of people trying to, you know, break free from what we're usually used to out there, which is like country and, you Just know, normal. stuff. So they're really trying to push themselves out of that. And it's kind of bursting in every direction. You got lots of really good artists out there. Nice. Nice. Are, is the hip hop scene and Latinx scene pretty popular out there? Or um, on the rise? I'd say, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a hip hop scene for sure. Um, there's a a good amount of uh, hip-hop artists out there um latinx um i mean it's it's getting there there's not that many um i think it's just because it's a small city that there's not a lot of like latino music going on there is but it's not like um it's more traditional yeah okay do you think that that is a bonus like is that a plus or like a con for you guys it's hard to get it leaves us in a weird spot every time so um, when we perform with um, artists like that, they expect us to do like cumbia covers and just cumbias that are known. Hip hop and, and bangers. And yeah, yeah. Other just things. like top 40 cumbia, stuff like that. And um, me and Chili, we like to keep it original. We like to write our music. So, um, yeah, it gets it gets a little challenging sometimes, but a lot of people are open minded about new music and uh, original sounds. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's I say it's 50 50, right? Like, it can either be, like, hype, or it could either be, like, oh, a dude yeah. in the back just, like, shaking his head no. Yeah, like, we've had times so, where we make the whole house go down, dude, or, like, yeah. there's been other times where, they, dude, where I'm just like, oh, I just shrink, and I'm yeah. like, oh, man, I yeah. know they're not digging this. They're just staring at you, they're like, oh, man. Like, these guys want bookies, man, those bookies. <laughs> so I'll just see myself out. Where do you think has been the best place? Like, where do you think you've found the best audience that's the most interesting? in your music um i want to say in in our town i mean even i mean because people in seattle like um i've realized that they really like our music portland as well um but in boise um there's this festival called tree fort and the last tree fort we had was insane like there's so many people and like it was it was wild just uh listening to them like ask for more and Screaming that they love us. Dude, <laughs> I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, they <laughs> Finally, really, somebody loves me, man. <laughs> they really like kind of gave us a hug. So yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm happy that they enjoyed it. So, yeah, that was a big crowd. And, yeah, it's cool that it's from our city. You guys said um, you don't necessarily make traditional cumbia. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about cumbia music and, you know, your version of cumbia and then how it's influenced? So cumbia is an old genre. Um, it was actually created, um, I mean, I don't know the time frame, but I know it was during like slavery times. So they uh, would bring uh, slaves from Africa into Colum- Colombia and then um, through the uh, people there in Colombia and the uh, slaves, they would create a sound what would become cumbia. So from there, it just traveled uh, all of Latin America. I went to Mexico and then from Mexico up to Texas. And um, I mean, it's heard here, not as much as down there, but you know. But yeah, um, cumbia, um, it has its roots for sure. Um, and we like to give it our own twist. 
Uh, we we want to go like, I mean, cause like this dude makes like psychedelic music. Um, I I make I used to make hip hop, and then I also made like electronic beats and some more of a electronic uh, producer. And this dude's more organic. So like with those uh, elements, we throw it into cumbia, and it becomes like our own like little twist. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. I love how you guys are taking like both of those kind of like personal styles and then mixing them together in a genre. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's not, I mean, I feel like that's become more common, but you know, it's still really like unique in a very special way. That's especially like really important culturally. Yeah. 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 Cause like when I perform, I'm like, like I said, I used to do hip hop. So I'm used to being like, like I'm like <laughs> rapping and stuff, you know, I like you, you, your the stage presence is different. So like, I'm like doing cumbia and I'm all like, doing the whole like rap thing and people just staring at me like what the hell because usually it's not like that usually they have like these little dances that they do and it's very like tuxedo sometimes or like flashy like suits and we're definitely not that <laughs> do you feel like people are confused by your music at all <laughs> um uh, i mean now like nowadays i don't think they are just because there's a, a good amount of like cumbia artists that fuse their sound with like cumbia with something else so they're getting used to that. But um, in some areas, I can tell that they're like confused. Cities, they uh, they accept it a lot more. They're really open to it because they, you know, they have like a lot more culture reference off of and all that. But uh, out in like smaller towns, it's definitely like they're like, what the? I know. <laughs> they, they want their uh, familiarity. And so they tend to kind of be a little bit more standoffish about it. Yep. It's not that they don't, some of them don't like it, but it's definitely a little bit more of an acquired taste the smaller the city They're like what are these long-haired mexicans doing <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of you know your different takes on cumbia music um i listened to temple y flores this morning oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the way here and uh first off i want to say like amazing production on Thanks. that so can you tell me a little bit more about like your process behind uh making music yeah yeah so actually that project was the first um project that I released. Um, so I released it as a solo project. I made these beats and um, it, it started picking up. And then that's when we added Chili. I mean, he's always been with me. He's always worked with me. So, I mean, it was just a matter of time. But with Tamboy Flores, um, I just heard uh, the song by, uh, uh, Celia Cruz is the, the, the singer in the song. Um, I want to say the band is Sonora Matanera. Uh, I might be wrong, so don't quote me on that. But uh, I just heard that and I, I was like, I want to make a beat to this. So I just sampled it and threw some drums in there. And that's literally what it became. Like, I just, it just, it just felt so good. So I just created it and it just became like a sampled beat. But it's wild because that's actually one of the songs that's like mostly played. Like, it's the highest played song on our uh Yeah, it's really Spotify. good. I mean... For sure. Not to say that the tracks that are also on yeah. there aren't as good, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's people always like the tracks. songs that are just beats. They never like the songs with my voice in there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 no, nah, I'm just fine. Well, speaking of vocals, um, I did hear some vocals on your other track. Uh, sorry. Uh, Aguas Frescas. So who did you do the vocals for that yeah, or, yeah okay yeah so you do have some songs with some vocals in it yeah, which, yeah. Uh, but you just don't think that they're as widely recepted no they are i'm just playing oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> that's fair yeah i get that yeah do you have a favorite song of yours that you wish like was more like, that got more something? traction 
what would you say, Chili? Uh, you always talk about Senti. So. Well, that one, Senti is getting traction. I won't say maybe Hace Calor. That's uh, one of the new songs that, that we created. That's the stinky one. That's the stinky one. Even Eres Para yeah. Mi. Eres Para Mi. They're um, songs that we, uh, I use like a effect. So I deepen my voice really low. And um, I wish people would like listen to those more so they can like check out what we're trying to do. Because that's what the, those are the songs we really like. We're like, you know what? Screw everything. Let's just do what we want to do. So I hope those are the songs people like. But we'll see. They're pretty new. For sure. Um, speaking of Aquas Frescas, you also have a song called Chamoy. Yeah. So um, obviously, like, at least naming songs about food. So uh, <laughs> like, can you tell us a little bit more about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So um, like I said, so when I released that uh, beat album, I also released a song called Paletas. And then um, that song got a lot of traction. And um, I posted it on social media and it just started getting a bunch of shares and plays. And it was it was high, dude. So I was like, maybe I should just make some food songs. I don't know. <laughs> so then I started making. Then, then after that, I made I was Frescas and then Chamoy and um, Guayaba. <laughs> so I just started naming all these like started making these songs that, uh, with like uh, Mexican like um fruits and drinks and just stuff like that and i didn't really put much thought into it i was just going with it so i mean just that's that's the way i make music i just like to have fun i don't i don't like to put too much thought into it because then i get bored and yeah that's but, totally fair yeah do you feel like the food songs get the most traction um they did until we released this new project and um there's this call this song called Sinti and then that one's like literally making its way up it's like passing all of them so mm -hmm. and it's definitely not about food it's um it's about so um at that time I had a friend and a family member and they were all going through like rough times and they were just uh it was pretty much just like because they went through a breakup and they were just like sad and they would always just talk to me about it and then during that, that um, uh, when I created that beat, I was just thinking about that. And then I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to write about their situations and then see what, how it turns out. And so it's pretty much like a song that you want to, it's like you want to be with someone, but you got to let them go because it's toxic. <laughs> so that's pretty much what it is. And that one's getting traction. So... It's not about food. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I feel so, like that's... See, I can yeah. write about something else. <laughs> I told y'all. <laughs> well, what are your favorite things to write about? Or what gives um, you... Um, what kind of inspirations do you feel like you get that are not food-themed? Um, man, I just... It always starts with a beat, with the instrumental, and then from there, whatever the instrumental, like whatever vibes I get, that's what I... Um, start writing about usually i start mumbling things on the mic melodies mumbling and then i'm like oh this sounds like this word so then i start putting it all together with whatever it sounds like and then eventually i make i, I want i make sense of it so it's yeah it's a little like just like a scribble and then it just turns into this uh song that's awesome yeah so this is your first time at ums yeah it's our first time awesome what do you think so far it's pretty cool. I've never been to Denver. It's actually a big city. I didn't think it was this big. Um, so when we showed up, I was like, damn, this is like boys big, big brother right here. Yeah. Like 
<laughs> it's it's crazy. The roads are confusing, but the UMS festival is freaking cool. Yeah, I almost crashed like three times on the highway. She's like, go right, no left, right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once we got out here, it was like, it was sick. I didn't realize that the pop-ups and everything were like, they're all cool. The bands that we've seen so far are pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't it reminds tell you the us names. Of, it, reminds, it reminds me a lot of Tree Fort. It's like this like uh, community festival like in the city. So it's it's pretty cool, man. I like it. Awesome. Yeah. We hope you come back next year, too. If you are just joining us, you're listening to Underground at the Showcase, the official podcast of UMS and a production of Youth on Record. We're here with Lobelara. So you guys say that you've performed in Seattle. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you perform in Boise, of course, yeah. and uh, Portland. Those are like your three main cities, I'm assuming. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, are any of those venues or performances like more special than any other ones? Do you have any favorite performances or venues? Uh, I mean, it's always special. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what venue is. Like, as long as the people are vibing, I'm cool with it. It's just when they're staring at us, like they don't want us there. It's like, oh, that's when you really feel it. You're like, yeah. Oh. Every time we go out to those places, it's always a pretty unique, fun experience. There's always like stories to be had and all that. Mm-hmm. So it just depends. Like sometimes we're with artists that are really crazy, and we. Party. <laughs> Sometimes I get grouchy. Yeah, fall asleep guys, outside. Yeah, he just yells at all of us. But. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's um, there's definitely moments each time we went that are that have their you know part in our hearts or not. <laughs> yeah, we've had our moments. <laughs> nice, nice. Do you um collaborate or see yourself collaborating with artists uh, anytime soon? Or yeah, uh, man. Um, we uh, I mean, we we haven't really collaborated with a lot of people um just because we end up writing a song and we just release it and um our lives are always like busy so um we just pretty much work 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 but um yeah uh savani principe cool he remixed paletas and that remix came out sick i mean it's actually getting it got like pretty good numbers so yeah that that uh that's one of our collabs um, I do want to collaborate with more artists, more Latino artists, just to, to put a different like texture to the instrumentals and stuff like that. Um, I'm always open to like collaborate. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have any favorite performances that you've done? Mm, the Basque Center is pretty. Yeah. That's like my favorite. Yeah, the Basque Center. Yeah, we freaking, when we played out there, uh, it was just like packed. Everybody's going crazy and all that stuff. And or you know, you know what? I, I changed that. I want to do like the Tree Fort Hall. Oh snap! Yeah, yeah. I, for, I forgot about that because it was packed too, <laughs> dude. We had dancers and they had like these glow in the dark butterfly wings, like with lights yeah. on them and stuff. Oh, they God. did so good. Everybody liked that more than us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like performing and all I hear people screaming like hard, and I'm like, oh snap! They're really liking us. Yeah. And then um. I turn around and the dancers just come in right behind us. I'm like, oh, it's to the dancers. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, um, our friend Bailey and Kennedy, uh, they actually perform with us at shows. Uh, it was too bad we couldn't bring them here, but usually it's uh, Chili Willie, me, and um, Bailey and Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And there are dancers and they, they get the people going. Like people love it. And I think it's a cool add-on. I've always thought it'd be cool to have like people like dancing and stuff. Cause I'm not too interesting to look at. <laughs> yeah. We're like, dude, we need some somebody to look at when they're. Yeah. Like, can't we can't keep doing this? <laughs> um. So, 
do you have any musical influences, um, whether in Cumbia or outside of Cumbia, that um, like, really drive your music and inspire you? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a bunch. Um, in the Cumbia scene, I, I love, uh, I mean, I grew up with Cumbia. Uh, that's all I ever grew up to. My parents listened to Sonidero. So that's all I, I was raised on. Um, it's like a artist that I really like, Celso Piña. A lot of his music is cool. Um, there's a bunch. I, my, my mind goes blank every time people ask me that. But um, I mean, you know, just like Celia, uh, uh, Fito Olivares. Um, there's a bunch. Gorillas are always in the back of my gorillas mind. Gorillas, that. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, I love the gorillas. That was always my favorite growing up. I just love their sound. So that's how we actually like connected. Hmm. Um, when we're, how old were we? Like 23, 20, something like that. So I was like 23. Yes. And uh, um, we were working at this window place, cleaning windows. And we just started talking and he, he liked the gorillas and that's how we connected. And he liked the doors and I was all about it as well. So. Yeah, we started up a like this weird project that we were trying to do like a gorillas thing, and it just it, it was it was trippy. It's just about like we were space immigrants, pretty much. We got sucked into a wormhole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we tried to be super trippy, and I mean it was cool, but um, we just got to move on from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like we'll just forget about that. <laughs> you know, like kind of ties to. I feel like your your latest album has that kind of artwork on it where it has like the sort of spaceship coming down yeah yeah, um, yeah. with space immigrants could you talk about that album a little yeah, bit yeah yeah the album cover um what's cool about it um so i hit up this artist from mexico uh mexico city la ciudad de mexico um como se llama jaime jaime ruelas that's the uh, artist so he uh is an artist from uh mexico and he was a big art uh um, artist in the 80s he would make um, art for Poli March. It was a big DJ group in Mexico. And he got recognition through that, through his art. So one day I was just like on, online and I saw his art and I was just like, I need to hit him up. I hit him up and he said yes. And he was like, what do you want me to do? I was like, we'll do something with pyramids and spaceships. I don't know, because he, he does that kind of art. All his art's futuristic. Um, so I was like, something with spaceships and pyramids and that's what he came up with and i i, I think it's i love it so um yeah jaime ruelas el rey <laughs> the king for sure yeah it's amazing album artwork um can you tell us speaking of hijo de la cumbia uh can you tell us like what the inspiration was behind going into that project or yeah yeah was it more just like we just want to put an album out kind of thing. Um, we wanted to do more of like an organic feel, um, a little more like Cumbia too. And we, I was also inspired with uh, Cumbia Rebajada because the vocals are really low. So Cumbia Rebajada is a Cumbia that they slow down, like really, really slow. And it just sounds deep. And I got inspired by that. So I was like, I want to add those vocals onto our music. So it's kind of like chopped and screwed. Yeah, yep, okay, yep. Yeah. it's chopped and screwed cumbia. Okay, nice. <laughs> literally what it is. <laughs> so yeah, that's how um, the, the inspiration came to be with that. Um, and I wanted to add more of, I wanted Chili Willie to write to it. I wanted him to really show what, um, what he's about. Because in the other songs, it was mostly me just uh, on the beats. And... Um, 
this guy's capability of writing is insane. Like he plays all kinds of stuff, guitar, keys, um, drums. Just a so. lot of instruments, <laughs> a lot of different styles. Yeah. Got ADD. <laughs> What's your collaborative process like together? <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll come at me with an idea or something. He's like, I got an idea. And he just like comes at me and we'll start up a little bit together. We're like, we'll agree on a, like the beats and like, you know, kind of like where we want it to go. And once he's like, I'll start writing stuff. He'll tell me no 20 times. <laughs> and he's like, no, calm it down, dude. He's like, <laughs> trying to make this metal. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, like, he'll be like, no, I need this to sound more like, uh, water or like more like, purpley you know or like something like that and like i think both of us have synesthesia so i kind of get what he's saying like he and i both have a pretty familiar idea it's like oh yeah that does sound like water a little bit <laughs> so <laughs> yeah because i'm not musically trained at all i just go with the flow and I, as i kept doing it I, I got an idea how to you know make some, make it but so that's how we talk we're like make it like water make it give it like a gold vibe i don't know and then it, and then he starts working on it but that's true though. He does like come up with rhythms and you'd come up with 20 rhythms. And until like, I think the, the correct one is there. I'm like, there, it's there. It's right there. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, uh, well, the thing is, um, also is cause, um, like I said, he's, uh, He's a rocker. Yeah, <laughs> a rocker fool. Yeah, eh? rocker, huh? Yeah, <laughs> like Metallica. <laughs> so do you feel like more of your music, at least like new album, uh, was driven kind of like by aesthetics and more like feelings in a sense? Um, with that synesthesia in mind? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's how it's, it always is because that's how we just uh, communicate. Um, he was like, obsessed with space. Like he would not stop talking about <laughs> space for like the line. <laughs> I mean, space is cool. I love space. Yeah, you're yeah, definitely not the only for one. For a second, that's all I could talk about, and then I just slowed down because like nobody cares. <laughs> like nobody cares. Like nobody's listening to me. <laughs> but yeah, I just like to go into like different like like worlds, sci-fi, and um, just all kinds of stuff. You know, I, I I'm not a serious person when I'm making music or in real life. I can't get a straight answer out of him like 99% of the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so much of it's about what you feel, right? Yeah. So, anyways. So, yeah, I mean, like with this project, like I said, it's all, um, I wanted to really showcase Chili Willie's uh, talent because he can do a lot. And a lot of the times he like just blows me away. I'm just like, how, how'd you do that? Man? I'm like, how can you even like, how can your fingers move like that fast, bro? I don't even remember it though. <laughs> I'll do it and then be like, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you guys for coming on the show. Yeah, um, thank you for having us. You can find Lobo Lara's music wherever you stream your tunes and on Instagram at lobolara208. We want to give a big thanks to Meininger Art Supply for letting us record season two at their store on North Broadway. Learn more at www.meininger.com. Underground at the Showcase is an official podcast of the Underground Music Showcase and a production of Youth on Record. You can learn more about Youth on Record at www.youthonrecord.org and on social media at Youth on Record. This episode was edited and mixed by me. Our production team also includes Cesar Ibarra, Ryan Conora, Chloe Hines, and Emerson Olson. Our executive producer is David Layden. Our theme song was recorded by Genevieve Glimp, Danny Akery, and David Layden. Additional music for this episode is provided by me.
You can find my music on streaming platforms under Black Key. That's B-L-V-C-K-Q-I. Thank you again for listening. I'm Xavier Goche, and this is Underground at the Showcase.